Vic Fellowship and Vic Stands for Vaccine Information Coalition. You're listening to Progressive Radio Network, the most listened to commercial free and truth radio program in the world. My name is Renee and the title of our show is What in the Cell is Going On? We're on every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, which can be accessed live on prn.fm or later on the front page of our vacinfo.org website. Continuing on from last week, we have Brother Brandon, a watchman for our creator. Welcome, Brandon, again. (laughs) Shalom to you, sir. I am good, and I just figured we'd continue on because I felt we kind of got, you know, cut off a little bit last night, I mean, last week. Um, So I kind of wanted to continue on. I watched your teaching. I haven't gotten to the two-hour one, but I definitely watched the link that you did. (laughs) I think you're amazing. <laughs> yes, praise. Yeah, so one one thing I did definitely want to touch on um, that I forgot to bring up last week, um, and it's very important regarding some of the words that he that he had given me, um, you know, about the times that we're in and everything, is that and the importance of intimacy. Maybe that's what we'll talk about is, mm. is developing that oil of intimacy, you know, that you have to have with the, the five wise virgins have and the, and the five foolish virgins don't have. Because mm. uh, he told me, um, actually, it was, I think it was in that, in that uh, video that, that you watched, that 45-minute one even, is that um, for those who put me at an arm's length in their lives, up to this point that he was now putting them at an arm's length Mm. where you know where they were like trying to keep him out of certain areas of of their lives and not giving him full 100% and total access but still holding on to certain areas then he was doing the same thing to them and he wasn't allowing them to see the times, the very times that we're in, you know, that we're, I mean, again, I hate, I hate timelines. I hate, you know, setting timelines. I don't do date setting, anything like that. But I mean, we are on like, in the spirit, I I really feel that we're on like the very like edge, the very, the very veil of, you know, what we refer to as either, you know, the tribulation or the great tribulation, you know, but the, but where the anti-Messiah is, is revealed. And we know that he gets 42 months. Mm. Wow. And I have to say something when you're ready. No, go ahead. (laughs) Have to give a comment. (laughs) Because obviously the the same Holy Spirit, Ruach HaKadosh, lives in the both of us. Hallelujah. And you know, he has me writing a book. Now he's had me writing this book since my baby girl passed away. So 20 years. (laughs) Okay. And, he, and of course, he has to write it because I'm so not a book writer. Um, but the vision he's given me, especially lately, is all about going through the life, the shattered life that I've had, um, all the way to the death of my firstborn. And only knowing of him then and then jumping in his lap and asking him to know him intimately, like you're saying. 
And the book is going to be all about showing someone that's lost out there, like a Christian that's realizing something's not right. Their pastor's deceiving them. They think they're all going to be taken up before it happens. Um, A new ager that has a pure heart, but they're just so pushed away from the Bible, like I said last week, because of religion and man-made rituals. That lost piece of the bride out there that just needs direction. So he's always given me that vision that the, the title of the book is going to be something to do with being able to, to develop that intimacy with him through it all. So go ahead. I'm the enemy i think some of his real good teeth that's it doesn't line up i get bothered by it too Mm-hmm. So I would encourage anyone, if you're going through 
Even if you're not going through a tough time, but especially if you are, go listen to this. It's called The Season of the Seventh Month, and it talks about the dryness of the summer in between the feasts, in between the spring feasts and the fall feasts, you know, in between um, uh, Shavuot and the Feast of Trumpets, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, etc. So, really good teaching. But, um, so, side note, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one thing I want to say about that, too, is we have a very similar past here. Um, after my baby girl passed in 99, you know, I, again, I just knew of him. My mother raised me that way. I did not know him by no means. I knew of him only as Jesus. And long short, um, I jumped in his lap when, Ka- lap when Casey passed and just said, give it all. And he did. But um, I had to make that same choice as you. You know, where it says in scripture, I remember bawling in front of my baby girl's mausoleum saying, Father, please, with my Bible in my lap, what do I do? Because her dad was a non-believer. He's a new age and his wife. They think that the universe is God, even though I love him. He's the dad of my children. But my point is, is he threw my Bible away. He threw my concordance away when I bought it. And I was just begging Father. I'm like, Father, please, what do I do? And he had... Two different messengers come call me and give me the scripture all about if you love your children more than you love me, you're not my disciple. <laughs> exactly. I mean, he brought me to two different people called me within 10 minutes and gave me two different scriptures. Literally said, God told me to tell you to go to the scripture as I'm begging him. And the one about where um, you are the salt of the earth and all that. And and, and you have to follow, bear your cross and follow me. Yeah. And I went back to the, their dad and I'm my daughter's dad. And I'm like, this is what he's telling me. I'm his. I got to follow him. You know, and he did. That's when he just threw me out and all that good stuff. But I just had to share that real fast. <laughs> it's good. I mean, it, it, it's dead on. It's dead on because so I, did this, I just did this teaching on Job. I'm not going to redo it because it's too long to do in the show. But mm. I would encourage people to go and watch it. I, it's on my YouTube channel. The tribulation. I just we just started watching it this morning, but we had to get off to do the show. But we'll finish it. <laughs> this is what he's been showing me is that, and, and what's crazy is now I won't name his two sisters because they've asked me not to, but mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> this is what he's shown me through this process of <clears throat> of losing, um, you know, my two daughters to uh, my ex-wife who deemed me. She she said that I was. Um, um, mentally unstable um, and illegally kept kept my daughters from me uh, from you know family me and my my wife Stephanie and our, our youngest Abigail and mm. so I haven't seen uh, my daughters Nora and Adeline for mm. six months now. Oh my goodness! And, and my daughter my daughter was uh, I have two also they're now twenty three and twenty and I had to walk away yeah I had right. Oh, 11 and 8. Wow. I had to walk away, but, uh, and I was very limited why they were not adults to be careful on what I say. Like, you don't share your faith with them or you'll never see them again, he told me. Because we had 50 50 custody, but I gave him custodial right because I started traveling in honor of our first child, you know, waking people up. And, but he threatened me many times. I couldn't even do anything with my faith other than basic stuff. And, thought he wrote me off the same way. And, but we do have a relationship, though. Yours, how old are yours now? 
So they're still, you know, children. Um, mine, like I said, are 20 and 23. So now they're adults and Ronnie's taken his hand off of them as far as their choices. But I've always been able to keep a rapport with them and talk with them. And I have a very good relationship with them. Although, you know, I just asked them yesterday, do you want to change your iPhones to flip phones as we switch from Verizon to AT&T? And they're like, no, mom, we want to keep our iPhone 11 Pro Max. <laughs> so they don't want to go to flip phones. So they're still not getting what I'm doing. And they still think I'm a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> Mm. You know, she was, you know, way out there in the woods, you know, she was very cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs for us. It says that for the joy that was set before him. That's right. We are that joy. We are, you know, we are his inheritance, you know, and, um, That's exciting. That's right. And it's exciting times for people who are obeying him because he makes it very clear in his word. If you love me, you will obey me. And, you know, this shows about vaccines. And I know Progressive Radio Network likes me to give the dirt on the vaccination. So I want to tie that into our message right now. We are living in the end times, people. This is the birthing pain. <laughs> never been the way they are today i mean nobody everybody knows the world's never been where it is today and where it's going to continue being until everybody gets their vaccine Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
gonna slowly just trickle on down and you know like sudden labor pains upon a woman and won't be able to escape and literally our everyday lives that we're living in right now where in the meantime you know that benign the twitch like Matthew talks about where we're mm -hmm. in the midst of this like we still have to go about you know our normal everyday business but those who aren't watching it's going to come on them so suddenly like a tsunami you know my husband used to say they're going to be caught I know my husband used to say they'll be caught with their pants down. But Dr. Trump I just spoke with this morning. I want to tell you tell the audience some things that I he just told me this morning. He's been a guest regularly the last couple of months. Um anyway, they've put up the Russians have deployed seventy thousand satellites of five G sixty gigahertz. Um at, yeah, since March. And I mean it's just they have this made in the day, he told me, one web, one world. Um you can Google yeah. yeah, but he's he's that what they're doing is and he even told me they're already emitting all the towers. We've been seeing from driving from Utah back to Oregon and back and forth a couple times on mountains, even going to the Oregon coast yesterday, they were like two and three on top of the huge mountains, the five G towers and and and, and truth's telling me they're all ignited already because I thought they were gonna be igniting them, which is gonna cause that that second wave of of you know SARS, MERS, whatever they're gonna propagandate or prop you know and, and promote. But anyway, um but now he's telling me they're all ignited. So yeah, then he's created yeah, I had a hypothesis uh, a little over a year ago where, because um, I had heard about this experiment where I guess they used microwave waves on a monkey, and it went from a docile monkey to all of a sudden it became aggressive, you know, so um, mm -hmm. I think that that might be a cause of why people are going crazy right now, you know, and, and why they're literally going mad and why they're, you know, wanting to, um, you know, tear stuff up in the streets and burn stuff and, you know, all this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. The demonic activity is just increasing through this demonic technology. Oh, I know. A sister of ours, a sister of ours told me a couple of days ago that she doesn't even get angry and she all of a sudden became raged about something. <laughs> and, and I even... we got to stay humble. we got to stay right. Humble. Mm -hmm. The little slightest sliver of pride, if it pops up in our right. lives, and we now we cut just, down, he's right. going to allow us to be taken out. That's right. The pears, you know, in the harvest time, the pears, they, they stay prideful, and they, that's what gets cut down by the scythe. But the pears, mm -hmm. they bow. So, you, you actually want to be left behind in, in mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, so it's, it's very, very interesting. But, you know, all these things are happening. We, we just had the peace deal that's happening. You know, there's like four countries that are involved in that right now. I think like four to, four to five, something like that. Um, and, they're, and Trump promised more coming. Um, you know, the, the rabbis in Israel talking about literally talking to the, the Messiah and even in person. I mean, um, you have the Pope who's 
uh, having a conference like in three weeks in the middle of October, like I said, like around like October 14th or 15th. Um, and um, what was the other thing? There was another thing that was talking about, oh, um, and, and Trump has talked about maybe we'll get like an October surprise, you know. Mm. Uh, see, here's the thing, folks, okay, and I, I'm sure Sister Renee's touched on this, but I just want to give a second witness to it and more support to it because we're trying to wake y'all up. Mm. You who are sleeping right now or you who are on the fence about this vaccine, um, you need to hear this because this hasn't this whole timeline it's been completely fabricated it's been completely made up they said that they started working on this in like january february whenever it was ridiculous. and they talked about how oh we're the greatest and we, we're just the best at testing and you know everyone's done a tremendous job you know all those crazy blasphemous words that he speaks of boastful words prideful words that he talked about and um you know you've noticed like Okay, at first it was, okay, we're going to try and have it done by the end of the year. Then it was definitely by the end of the year. Then, all of a sudden, he quit giving, like, the end of the year. He started saying, you'll see it real soon. You know, this was probably about six to eight weeks ago. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, like two weeks ago, I think it was, Renee, I, I think we, or it might have been last week even. No, 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 it was, it was like three weeks ago. It was like September 2nd, I want to say, is when it was. And mm-hmm. That's when the announcement came, not from him, but from the CDC to the states telling them to be ready by November 1st. So that was the first date that we actually had um, on the time frame, okay? And now he's doing the whole thing again where he's double-talking, where um, he's talking about maybe an October surprise. And I'm telling you all, we are on the very – like we are piercing the veil – right now on the verge of crossing over and being launched like after burn, like, you know, a fighter jet off of an aircraft carrier right into this. And I've been talking about it. I've been studying it. I've been thinking about it for, since I was 16 years old. Mm -hmm. Since I was, yeah, since I was 16 years old. Um, But I I don't even think, I don't even think anybody can really prepare for it. No. You're in it. You don't know how you're going to respond. Like I can sit here and I can talk. I can talk all this great stuff about you know how we got to endure to the end and all that stuff. And I can be I can preach the gospel for the last you know 18 years or whatever it's been. But in a single solitary moment, a wrong decision, I flush my eternity down the toilet, folks. Mm. That's right. That is a reality that we all have to come to. Is that we have to. We can't do it on our own. The book of Zechariah, chapter 4, verse 6 says, Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says Yahuwah Shavuot. So we can't even, you know, like I, I love what Matthew was getting into this weekend. It's talking about like we can't even love him unless he first loves us. Mm. And draws us to love him. You know, like I call it like the scandal of grace is what I've learned it as. But And the thing is, is that this patent for whatever COVID-19 is or whatever they've labeled it or whatever, whatever you want to call it, it is. It's definitely not a pestilence. It's not the pestilence. It's not the pale horse. Because I'm telling you right now, 
when the pale horse is released and that spirit of death comes upon the land, you won't need to falsify any records. You won't need to to poo-poo some numbers or anything like that. Like, you will know exactly what's happening. Like, you will literally see, you know, people uh, dropping, you know. Um, but the thing is, is that they've had this in their plan since, like, as far back as, like, 2014, 2013, 2014. And so the vaccine's already done, folks. It's been done. It's right. It's just a matter it's of, been done, exactly. Yeah, it, it's just a matter of when is Yahuwah's mercy, his window of mercy, over? When is it closed? When is it finished? Because yeah. that's, that's what we're dealing with here. Yeah, and this battle is way too... Go ahead. No, Second me. As some count slowness, but is patient toward us, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So, but that the thing is, is that even he, because see, he's bound by his word, and he has a certain time frame, you know, a, a certain schedule that that he's on, you know, and he's getting ready to. You know, send his son back. He's getting ready to uh, send the angels back to reap the harvest. You know, the, the, the harvest is almost ripe. And the thing is, is that this is this is already done. Like, the, the vaccine's ready. So it's a matter of when do they want to spring the trap, so to speak. That's right. And Trump's already given, I, I'm going to read a little article in just a second. We're going to give you hope by the end. But Dr. True, who's our one of our researchers with the ministry, he sent me something this morning by a Dr. Gary Barnett called The Year of the Deadliest Vaccine. And I want to read it to everybody to see what's going on behind the scenes, because Dr. True stays on top of all the details and he sends it to me. He's been following me for a long time now, and he's been a, a truth exposure for a long exposure for a long time. Anyway, uh, this was written on September 17th, so just a couple days ago. There is a great deal of evidence to prove that immunization of children does more harm than good. There is no evidence that any influenza vaccine thus far developed is effective in preventing or mitigating any attack of influenza. The producers of these vaccines know that they are worthless, but they are Going, they're going on selling them anyway. And this is um, from Dr. Anthony Morris, who was the former chief vaccine control officer and research virologist with the US FDA. In this country, the mass vaccination of children at voluminous levels is nothing short of unmitigated child abuse or worse. In addition, vaccination old by introducing toxic viruses through vaccines that also contain poisonous and dangerous brain-altering adjuvants is certainly criminal, but also borders on the con concept of premeditated murder. This is the essence of the vaccine industry that is controlled by World Health Organizations, eugenic-based foundations, and pharmaceutical giants, all tied to government for funding and promotion through propaganda, the false efficacy of mass vaccinations. This is nothing more than a multi-billion dollar profit generating effort by every unscrupulous and evil corporate and government partnership that seek to gain power at every turn. 
as an example of these conclusions between the controlling classes, Trump recently, and as usual, did a complete reversal contradicting his phony position at every level in an effort to gain certain political support while doing the exact opposite of what he claimed. Double speak in this arena is common, but in this case, it is also deadly. In order to gain favor from tentative supporters, Trump stopped all U.S. funding of the World Health Organization, pretending to show contempt for its policies and control of this fake pandemic. But at the same time, he gave over a billion dollars to Gavi, the vaccine alliance founded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, a fastest public-private global health organization. Gavi is one of the largest contributors to the WHO, World Health Organization. So in essence, Trump's actions were total a total lie. As the new contribution to the WHO funding, Gavi was many times more than the past three years, which by backdoor techniques could be used to fund the WHO covertly. It is telling that since the U.S. quit funding the WHO, the largest single contributor to that evil and corrupt organization is the Gates Foundation. And Trump gave the Gates-created Gavi over a billion dollars of taxpayer money. There is also much more deceit evident here. Gavi and the WHO work hand in hand along with the Coalition for Epidemic Preparedness Innovations, CEPI, and are attempting to vaccinate the world in short order by claiming a deadly virus called COVID-19 will devastate the planet. On the WHO website, COVAX is the vaccine's pillar of the access to COVID-19 tools called ACT Accelerator and claims it seeks to ensure equitable access to COVID-19 vaccines and end the acute phase of the pandemic by the end of 2021. Never mind that the so-called acute phase ended much earlier this year if it existed at all. They must know the future because they have planned the future. Bill Gates is controlling much of this effort, but Gates has been partnered with Anthony Fauci, we call Ferret Face, Anthony Fauci, <laughs> sorry, had to throw that in there, Anthony, uh, <laughs> Anthony Fauci and Burks in the Trump administration and is the leading funder of who is the founder of Gavi and all, including Trump, are working together in a joint venture, venture that will lead to mass vaccination. Considering this alliance from hell, Trump has stated publicly that he has deployed and will use the U.S. military to distribute and administer the new vaccine that is coming. This, too, will be a direct collaboration between Trump, Gates, The Who, Gavi, Seppi, and the pharmaceutical mafia and many of Trump's cabinet. So did really did Trump really defund the WHO or did he just create a mass mandatory vaccine bent on the control on controlling the globe? And there's another five paragraphs. Shall we continue or stop? Okay. The player, I want everybody to hear this. I just got it this morning from Dr. Chu. The players involved in this global reset meant to gain total control of all populations and are all working together while pretending to be the enemies. There is no different in party politics as in this country where the Democrats and Republicans are thought and claimed to be mortal enemies. Both continually seek the same agendas. They both want power and control, but they also want ultimate government spending, money printing, socialized health care, protect 
protectionism, economic control, trade restrictions, war, geopolitical control, and mandatory mass vaccination. This is a global effort run by the top-down ruling system where all in power work together against the people. This is the the constant modus operandi of the rulers and ruling system where all in power work together against the people. I already said that. This is the constant modus operandi and of the rulers and the political classes, and each and every division amongst the general population helps the controllers to achieve the power necessary to build a word gov- world-governing system that allows for total economic and population control by the claimed elites. This COVID vaccine that is most likely already sitting on the shelf and ready to go is a very key component of the global takeover and reset. I think it might be the most important aspect of the current plot due to the fact that if it is widely accepted, it will lead to extreme sickness and death around the world, causing renewed and severe fear worldwide. This is exactly what is necessary to fool people into accepting an untested and likely fatal concoction meant to help speed up the advance of totalitarian and technocratically run system. In addition, there's no way whatsoever to know what could possibly be put into this vaccine to cause the implementing of gene-altering technology into human subjects. Experimentation or unsuspecting citizens has always been a factor in vaccination production and use, but this time, considering the advances in technology, it could be life-altering for many segments of the global populace and administered covertly. It is my opinion that there will be a massive ramp up in of isolation, quarantine, tracking and tracing, stricter mask requirements, lockdowns, business closures, and much more aggressive state enforcement practices as have been telegraphed in countries such as Australia, New Zealand, China, and much of Europe lately. I think the most dangerous time is directly ahead and will probably begin in earnest as soon as October or November of this year and escalate continuously through the winter months and the rest of 2021. The vaccination effort will go forward, but in order for that to be accepted by a majority, much more fear will need to be spread by the propagandalists controlling this narrative. (laughs) The attempt to stroke mass fear will be multifaceted and and will most likely begin with the useless potential election and the extreme violence perpetrated and allowed by the ruling class. Once this planned total chaos ensues, the reporting of mass death due to this hoax called COVID will be let loose on the public and the turmoil will serve as distraction and cover for the real agendas being sought. At this point, the people of the country are thinking that these that things have improved slightly and that there is a light ahead, but this is just an illusion. Most are still in a dire position economically and psychologically and are ripe for abuse by the state. It is just the calm before the storm as the second phase that has already been implemented in the minds of the people will soon be forthcoming unless large numbers of Americans wake up and say no more. This is just an extension of a 9-11 on steroids, and this terrorist attack is no different in that it is not an attack by monsters from afar. It is an attack from within on our citizens by the U.S. state claiming political authority over all. That's what... I will. Um, yeah, so this is a. So you, I'm sure you've heard this before, Emma, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. You don't know what's happening, talk about it, stuff like that, and you're probably already familiar with it. But for our 
listening in slash viewing audience. Um, so the coronavirus, right, is what it was first called. But there are like two, I think there's like 400 plus, um, you know, coronaviruses out there, types of coronavirus or variants of coronavirus, right? And then we're told that it's like January, I want to say that they renamed this COVID-19. Doesn't that sound like Yeah, they've been, yes, they've been playing around with names. SARS, MERS, they're going to come out with all kinds of stuff. That The whole playbook from the Rockefellers are on the front page of ACINFO.org. Their phase three is where they're getting ready to enter. Mm-hmm. If you don't know about Operation Lockstep, you need to, because mm-hmm. it is their game plan, and and uh, he's making it available. Uh, he and the, you know, Yahoo is allowing us to see what they're up to, so that way we can warn people. Okay, but COVID nineteen, all right. This is what COVID nineteen stands for, all right. And I'm about to show you with the strong symbol. So now C, right for for COVID, the letter C alphanumerically is three, right? <laughs> three in strong Hebrew, or sorry, strong Greek, but the Strong's number is Abaddon. Abaddon is the destroyer, i.e. the destroying angel or place of destruction personified. It's mm. from Revelation 9-11 that talks about um, the angel of the bottomless pit, okay? It's the beast that comes out of the bottomless pit. You can go and read through it. All right? COVID. Now, what's interesting, I literally, and, and the viewers can know this, because while you were talking, I was literally trying to find the uh, the definition for OVID. Because you used to be able to pull it up earlier this year that OVID meant sheep. Uh, or of it in Latin meant, meant sheep. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, I let the truth out. That's just <laughs> so right. Ovid, though, it means sheep. So C, Abaddon, the angel of the bottomless pit, the destroyer, sheep, and nineteen, Strong's nineteen is in the Hebrew is Ibka. I probably am not pronouncing that right, but it literally means slaughter. Mm-hmm. So if you break down what COVID-19 means, it's the angel of the bottomless pit, the sheep, to the slaughter. Hence the fact that I've been trying to tell as many people as I can, do not get tested. Because That's right. you're giving them your DNA, your blood, and they are housing it in these humongous databases called quantum computers. Yeah. It's feeding the beast, the beast system. It's giving it its information, and now they know where you are. So, like I said in our last episode, they can later on when they're ready to, you'll be easier to find, and they can just go and round you up and make you decide. Hey, are you gonna? You know, we talked about that funnel last week, right, y'all? Yep. Talked about that funnel where you get down into the funnel. Eventually, you're gonna have to make the choice of. Hey, am I going to choose to love not my life even unto death? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to try and hang on to my physical life and forfeit the kingdom? 
want you to kind of, you know, stay law on that for a moment because that's the reality of the situation. This is nothing more than the installation of the New World Order, as she just read you about, from a doctor. Yeah, I'm not a doctor. Renee's not a doctor, but this guy is a doctor or, or gal. I, I couldn't remember if you said it was a man or not. But, it was a man. Uh, okay. But this is literally what COVID-19 means, guys. It's That's right. Abaddon, the, the angel of the bottomless pit, the destroyer, the sheep to the slaughter. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. That is literally what it means. And this is what it's about. And, uh, you know, this is what, um, you know, the dream that I had about, um, and I might have to just send it to you so we can maybe go over it, you know, the next time we talk or something like that. Just because it's a little bit, it might be a little bit too long. I can try to. Mm -hmm. So I had this dream. He now, I don't get prophetic dreams a lot. Okay, first of all, I just want to say that. All right. Um. And um, so I had two prophetic dreams early in the the year of 2019. So this one was from February 16th, 2019. It's called the event, and I just called it the event because. I didn't even know, like, how to describe it. It was just the event, you know. It was just whatever was happening, you know. And um, what's interesting is after I published this and everything, then a lot of people in the various spiritual communities, they started talking about the event coming, the event coming. And um, it just was kind of interesting that it started that way. So, um and I even wrote on here, you know, another dream. I'm not even sure if it's prophetic or not. We had been watching the news about other parts of the country experiencing quote-unquote events where several hundred, um, several hundred thousands of, of uh, now I put in here animals died. But I think that at this point I can realize that it wasn't animals. Maybe I just hoped it was or something like that. Maybe I Several hundred thousands of animals died in a very short period of time, and their bones were piled up and lining the streets around malls and shopping centers. Later in the dream, we ended up going out to go shopping. A couple of days later, there was a huge traffic jam. As we got closer to the shopping center, I can remember the traffic being so bad that a neon green little hatchback ended up rear-ending a black Tahoe-like SUV. We ended up getting out of the car we were driving and walking around walking on the side uh sorry walking on the sidewalk the rest of the way to the mall we could see a huge backlog of people walking very slowly so we went around to the right side when we got to a street corner the soldiers are posted there soldiers are posted there they were warning us to watch out for broken glass that was on the sidewalk then they were talking about an event quote unquote that is that took place and how we should be respectful to those who have died and not take videos or photographs of them. And we were being herded around like cattle as all this was taking place around us. Mm. We checked in like station, checked in like cable station, and I started speaking to one of the soldiers about how their quote unquote event was a BS false flag that was staged. And I mentioned to them that I had just been to this area a couple of days ago and the piles of skulls and carcasses were not present. And I began to get really angry with one of the soldiers who was a captain or lieutenant or something. 
And I remember that they had on blue fatigues like the U.S. Navy. Uh, I was thanking them for their service, but the CO, the commanding officer, and I were arguing about how he was saying it was it was an event, basically out of their control, and I was telling him that it was a false flag conspiracy. I was telling him how full of crap he was. <laughs> I had seen the same thing on the news in other parts of the country. The oddest feeling that I had in this dream about this dream was how quote-unquote untouchable I was. For all the arguing and yelling that I did, he easily could have detained me but never did. I was telling him about knowing how corrupt the government is and how much I studied quote-unquote conspiracies and watched videos on YouTube about them. The more and more, the more I tried to convince him that there was a more sinister plan in this event, uh, the more sarcastic he became and the angrier I got. He finally walked away, and I, as I'm still hollering at him and using foul language, the most unique part of the dream was my anger. For some reason, I was really irritable, and seeing this false flag shown as a real quote-unquote event really set me off. And then I woke up. So, what I want to bring out of this, now, I said that they have blue fatigues on, like, like, like the U.S. Navy. That's because I couldn't describe exactly what I was seeing, because I've never seen a uniform like that. But, if you actually look up, I think it's called the UTHF. Let me double check. stands for the um, so it's part of the Department of the Navy it's called the um, United States Public Health Service Command that's what yeah. okay. US US USTH oh wow I was way off Like, they don't have enough doctors and nurses to give us the vaccine. They have to bring in the military. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> it's a total joke. <laughs> While you're looking that up, I want to say something about on our website. We have the Mark of the Beast flyer that I encourage anyone listening now or later. Um, back to the point on words like uh, Brandon was saying about the C and the O. We have a flyer that you can download and pass out and plant the seed that God will grow, Yahweh will grow. That the word Corona, six letters, each letter, the third letter, the 15th letter, the O, the R, the 18th letter, 15th, 14th I, the number adds up to 666. Revelation 13, 15, here is a call for wisdom. Let the one who has insight calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of the man, and that number is 666. COVID. Crazy. Yep. Yep. In, in 
zero six. It, it ends in like it's like twenty twenty zero six zero six zero six. Exactly. So transparent. So transparent. The, we call them the gates of hell. <laughs> Something helped. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Stands for the United States Public Health Service. Mm-hmm. Now, so what's very interesting, what I'm showing people right now is that, and I don't even remember the admiral's name, um, but so earlier this year in like March time frame, so my dream would be 2019, just to remember, or mm-hmm. February mm-hmm. Wizard of Oz, <laughs> no longer is it going to be 
That's right. That's right. It's happening. It's coming. And for encouragement, because we only have a few more minutes, we have to let them know. Go to the support link of our vacinfo.org. Fear is not in my or Brandon or any of the priesthood's vocabulary. False evidence appearing real. We know who we are, the bride of our Savior, Yahushua HaMashiach. And under the support link is an introduction to what you need to get caught up with Okay, there is answers. There is hope. I've I've led the website in a way to slowly open your eyes to Matthew Nolan. He is the anointed one. He is the anointed one digging down to the the ancient Hebrew meanings behind the word and tying it into what's going on now. So definitely go to our, go to the website and start off with knowing his name because there's no power more than calling our creator by his name, his one and only name, as well as him when he came in the flesh. And, uh, and then you can get into the book of Revelation that Matthew's teaching, the Malchizedek priesthood teaching, which is huge to make you realize who you are. And, and we welcome you into the bride. I mean, ultimately, Father and Father own, Yahuwah has been leading his children. But we are, I'm an ancient watcher. Brandon is a watchman. We're just letting people know what scripture says and the time that we're in right now. So, Brandon, any final words you have, sweetheart? And then I'm going to do the closing statement. Hallelujah. And also today, um, in Second Samuel 22, I can't think of where it is right now. I don't have it in front of me, but it's also in there. So I would encourage you to go and find it because there, there are um, yeah, times where, you know, even, even in the midst of everything going on, he's going to protect the righteous. You know, he's going to keep them. Now, granted, That's right. martyrdom, don't get me wrong, but... Right. Hallelujah. Okay, I've got to close now, Brandon. Thank you again. And I'm going to let Sister Miriam, before I do the closing statement, share with you what Armstrong with the Worldwide Church of God back when she was a child um, and led her into the faith. Tell tell her, them what he used to say about reading your Bible. He was always adamant about, he would bang on his desk and say, don't believe me, read your Bible. <laughs> so that's what we encourage. <laughs> That's what we encourage everyone. Like I said, go to the support link. Uh, meet Matthew Nolan. We're all one as the bride. Hallelujah. And the, ultimately, the goal, the, the battle is not ours. It's the creator of the universes and the victory's already been won. Hallelujah. Thank you again, Brandon. You're listening to Vic Fellowship, and our shows can be accessed on the front page of our vacinfo.org website on the belly of a little boy flexing his muscles. We're on every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Our contact number is 800-939-8227. If you have any questions about today's show, you can call the voicemail line 862-800-6805. Leave your name, your question, and let them know it's for our What in the Cell is Going On show. We thank Progressive Radio Network for allowing us to give you this uncompromised truth, and Yah bless.